You're listening to the Best in Wealth Podcast, episode number 24. That is 24. This is the Best in Wealth Podcast, a show for successful family stewards who want real answers about wealth and investing so they can feel secure about their family's future. At the Best in Wealth Podcast, we think differently about wealth. You should too. How's everybody doing out there? Welcome to the Best in Wealth Podcast. My name is Scott Wellens. I am your host. And this is a show dedicated to helping real people, that is you, my friend, build real wealth so together we can take family stewardship to the next level. I'm a certified financial planner, an educator, and a wealth advisor, and I just want to say thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I am so grateful that you decided to click on this show today and listen. I know you have so many different opportunities to listen to different podcasts, but you, if you're listening right now, selected me, and I am so happy about that. This episode, we're going to talk about six characteristics of real wealth achievers. And I'm going to explain that a little bit before we get started. And really, I actually had five characteristics. And just before this show started, I added a sixth. So, and it might just be the most important characteristic. But before we get started, I do want to give you a quick health update. Nothing bad, of course. I just, if you've been listening to this podcast at the beginning of the year, I decided to shed the 25 pounds I put on late last year. And the exercising has been going great. I can finally, again, run five miles without passing out. And this is coming from a guy who ran a couple of half marathons last year. So the exercising is going okay. I've been getting up at 4 or 4.30 in the morning to do it three or four times a week. And that has not been a big problem because my wife and I, well, I don't know if you're like us, but we go to bed really, really early. We put the little kids to bed at eight o'clock and then we watch one show currently we're watching mad men we just started season three and if you haven't watched that show yet my wife is still not sure if she likes it we just don't know what else to watch right now uh but it's all about drinking and smoking and cheating so if that's something you're into you should tune into the show but anyway we're the lights are out at 8 45 so it's easy for me to wake up and get to the gym not easy but not incredibly difficult. But where I've struggled the most is not in the working out, but it's eating. The pounds came off quickly in January, almost 10 pounds, and I've been pretty much staying at that same level. And I know why. It's because when I get my kids ice cream at night before they go to bed, I usually get myself a bowl too. And when I'm really focused on losing weight I don't have the ice cream and it's not a problem. So this episode about real wealth achievers is just as much for me as it is for you because I need to get back on track when it comes to the eating. Hey, I wanted to give another quick shout out to a listener, Kayleen from Kansas, and she reached out to me for some pointers. And what was super cool about that is I got to learn a lot about Kayleen and her life and her current 
business and her entrepreneurship. She is an extremely successful woman. And the awesome thing is, is she called to get advice from me. But I feel like I learned just as much from her as she did from me. And so it just goes to show that when you're stepping out of your comfort zone and starting something new like I did with this podcast, that anything can happen. Anything that connections happen, relationships start, and everybody wins from it. I never would have dreamed some years ago that I could build a connection with somebody from Kansas or from any other state for that matter. And the biggest thing, pointer and tip that she gave me, and she gave me several, but about my show and my website is if you go to bestandwealth.com, there's a place to click in the upper right-hand corner uh, where you can get the free report, 10 Steps to a Better Investment Experience. And she let me know that my connection wasn't working. When you're in business, it's nice to automate email. So when people click on that link and sign up, I don't necessarily know that it's happening. What should happen is they get an automated email that says, thank you for signing up. Here's your free report. Well, there's a link broken somewhere. So people have been signing up to get this free report and they haven't been getting it. I think I told you guys before, I'm not very tech savvy, but this was a bad one. And so anybody out there that's listening to this show that has actually clicked on the free report and haven't received it yet... I am going to personally reach out to each and every one of you and send you an email with the free report. I apologize that it hasn't happened and I feel really uh, bad and, and stupid actually for this to be happening. I was able to look back and see that there's so many people that clicked on this free report that I wasn't able to share because the link is broken. So uh, I will get that fixed. And before it's fixed, I will personally send out emails to each of you. So sorry about that part. I need to be more technically savvy, especially running a podcast and sending out free things but you know that's just going to have to have to come and I appreciate everybody bearing with me. So before I go any further let's get to the topic of the day. All right, today we're going to talk about not 5 but six characteristics of real wealth achievers. And before I get into those six characteristics, we need to define what wealth is anyway. And if you've listened to this show before, I've talked about it. So any new listeners out there, wealth on the Best in Wealth podcast is described as aligning your cornerstones, whatever those cornerstones might be. And once you figure out those cornerstones, you build abundance within them. So examples of cornerstones that I'm talking about are your family or your friends, your finances, your career, your inner self, your health, 
your spirituality, etc. Anything else you may feel like is a cornerstone in your life and then identifying them. And once you identify them, then you can take actionable steps to build abundance within them. This is an important lesson I've learned in my life. There was a point in time when I made a whole bunch of money, but there were cornerstones that were sacrificed because of that. And I believe a big one was my family. I traveled all over the United States and I wasn't always available when I should have been for my family. So just like I talked about earlier in this show, my health is a cornerstone for me. And as you've witnessed already at the beginning of this show, that we struggle building abundance in certain cornerstones. I sure do in the health category, but the key is to keep on keeping on when it comes to your cornerstones that if you take a step back realize it and then take a step forward or two steps forward and so this podcast should help each and every one of us including myself achieve greater wealth now that we've defined what wealth is now we can start to build within these cornerstones and hopefully these past couple of podcasts because there's been a bit of a theme going on these past couple of weeks where we've talked about identifying goals and dreams and those goals and dreams can be part of your cornerstones retiring early may be a cornerstone for you how are you going to build abundance within that particular cornerstone having a vacation home may be a cornerstone for you and that may even fall under the greater family cornerstone because a lot of times we want vacation homes so that the kids and the grandkids can come and enjoy the property as well and then hopefully leave it to them at some time in the future as part of your legacy, which, wow, there's another potential cornerstone, building up abundance within your legacy. So go back to episode number 23 and learn the most common retirement dreams. And here's how you do that. If you're subscribing to iTunes or a different podcast site, you can get earlier podcasts. In fact, I allow people to go back all the way to episode number one, but I don't actually suggest you do that because I didn't sound very good in episode number one. Oh, it's horrible. But, uh, you know, we're getting better, right? So go back and just listen to the last couple of episodes. Last episode 23 were the most common retirement goals and dreams. 22 was all about retiring early and having that a goal or dream. Let's get into the six characteristics of real wealth achievers. Number one, real wealth achievers set goals. And I've talked about this too on an earlier podcast, but these need to be smart goals. They need to be specific. They need to be measurable. They need to be achievable. They need to be relevant and they need to be time oriented. So meaning just as a quick example, a goal cannot be, I want to be healthier because I do. But when you aren't specific with your goal, you can't measure your goal. It makes it very difficult to achieve and you didn't put a time period on it. So something more specific is, I want to lose 15 pounds 
in the next 60 days. Boom. Now you have something specific that you can measure along the way that's relevant for you if that should be a goal for you and you put a timetable on it and hopefully it's achievable. So that's that's number one is being a goal setter, always looking at the cornerstones in your life and setting goals around their cornerstones. Because when you don't set goals, then you're kind of willy-nilly through life. Then it's very difficult to achieve. You become more of just a dreamer at night before you go to sleep. You think, man, it'd be nice to have a vacation home for my family and eventually my grandkids. But if you're not going to set out and set a goal for that particular dream or that cornerstone that's part of your life, well, it's probably never going to happen. All right, number two characteristic of real wealth achievers is attitude. When I was in my previous job, when I was working as a vice president uh, of sales, for North America in my previous job that I had a long, what feels like a long time ago now, I talked to all of my employees, the sales reps that worked for me about attitude. One of my, the greatest things that I like to do with them is when we had our weekly meetings, I love to bring articles in about motivating and attitude and things like that so that they could see that a good attitude is going to help them in their job and everywhere else. If you don't have a good attitude, if your glass is half empty, it's very difficult to really conjure up the energy to be able to achieve these goals in the first place because it's not easy to build abundance because here's what we're doing. We're planning. People don't like to plan. They like to just go about their life. A good attitude allows just the framework to start to really think about these things. And every day, if you're one who has not a great attitude, let me give you a little bit of advice. Every single day when you wake up, you have a choice to make. You can make that choice that I'm going to have a good day or I'm going to have a bad day because we all wake up on what we call the wrong side of the bed. But just in a matter of seconds, you can switch that attitude and say, I'm going to make it a better day. And then you start to look at things differently. And when you look at things with a good attitude, now you have that framework for the other characteristics I'm about to talk about because they're not all easy. Here's another pointer for you. Another great part of having a good attitude is being healthy, both in exercising and eating right is medicine for a good attitude. When I am not exercising, when I am not eating right, my energy level is so low, it's tough to conjure up the energy to even have a good attitude some days. So when you're out exercising, when you're eating right, your energy level is so high, it's hard not to have a good attitude. You see, this was for me too because I need to be eating better. That will help my attitude These podcasts are for you guys, but they're for me too. All right, let's move on to the third characteristic of real wealth achievers. 
is confidence. Confidence in yourself. Believing in yourself that the goal that you set, you can achieve. And the number one reason why people don't like to set goals is the fear of failure from not achieving that goal. But let me tell you right now, People, for the most part, do not care if you fail. They aren't concerned about your life because they're so wrapped up in their own life. In fact, they probably hope you do fail because it will make them, in some weird kind of way, feel better for a little while. So do not fear failure in your goals. If I feared failure, I never, ever would have started this podcast to begin with. I didn't have any experience. I didn't even know how to record a podcast to get the right equipment and all the other things it takes to get a show off the ground. I'm not very technical. I had no business starting a podcast. But guess what? I set the goal to do it. I had a good attitude and I have the confidence in myself that I could do it. Full well knowing that I could fail. And I still could fail at this. I could turn around next week and look at the podcast statistics and see that nobody's listening to the show except for me. And if that goes on for some weeks, I failed. I'm probably not going to continue on with the show. Luckily for me, attendance is growing every week and more and more people are downloading the podcast, which I'm very grateful for. But I needed the confidence in myself to do it. You need confidence in yourself and secondly, confidence in the plan in the first place. The actual goal and the smart goal that you set. Have confidence that you can achieve it. Okay, number four characteristics of the real wealthy people that are out there, the people that are aligning their cornerstones, whatever those cornerstones are, they are focused. That's number four. Focus, people. Focus every single day. And the easiest way to focus on your cornerstone is to post it somewhere that you go to every day. Post it above the toilet. I don't care. Post it on your mirror in the bathroom. Post it by the coffee machine. Post your cornerstones somewhere so you're looking at them every day. When you have a difficult day and you're trying to conjure up the energy or you're just not focused that day, boom, you're looking at your cornerstones and you say, wow, these are the things that are really important in my life. So let me take an actionable step inside of one of these cornerstones to get closer to building the abundance within them. We need to focus every single day. And in this world, it's very difficult to focus right now. Your smartphones, Netflix, cable television, kids, house payments, finances, all this crap that's going on around us right now. Didn't mean to call our kids crap. This is a family-focused show. But you know what I'm talking about. It's very difficult to focus in this world. But when you have those reminders every single day, it makes it a whole lot easier to focus. All right, number five in building the characteristics of real wealth is being hardworking. You have to be a hard worker if you're going to 
achieve real wealth. You have to be a hard worker because it's so much easier not even paying attention to any of this stuff and just living your life every day and going through the motions. It takes less energy to do that than to actually sit down, figure out what your cornerstones are, set goals to build abundance within them. That's not an easy task. You have to be a hard worker in order to do this. One way to do it, if there's a particular cornerstone in your life that you're looking to build abundances in, is set a certain number of hours that you're going to want to work on it every week. Let's say, for example, it's your career and you hate your job. If you hate your job, let's start building abundance in your career cornerstone so you can make a change in your life. Change careers, change employers, start your own business. I don't care. Just start making actionable steps towards changing whatever is making you unhappy within your career cornerstone. And in order to do that, tell yourself you're going to spend five hours every week, one hour, I don't care, 10 hours, working on changing and building abundance within that particular cornerstone. Set the number of hours you're going to work on this cornerstone each week. And if you don't have the time, let's say, for example, your finances are a cornerstone that you need to build abundance in because you're either in debt or you're not investing properly or you haven't set the proper retirement goals. Well, then you need to outsource that kind of work. You need to find somebody that will help you take some of the load off of your shoulders, which is exactly what I do. I act as clients' chief financial officers within their lives because that's what I am an expert in. So I take the load off of people and help them when they don't have all of the time to build abundance in that particular cornerstone. Now, I cannot help in other parts of people's lives when they're trying to build real wealth. When people are trying to build up their inner self as a cornerstone, as in the confidence or um, if they're depressed or whatever, I'm not always the best person to go to. You probably will want to talk to somebody who is an expert in that particular field. But those are the kinds of things that you can put on your checklist of things to do. Be hardworking. Be diligent every single day in your cornerstones. Find one thing to work on within your cornerstones. All right, that was going to be it. I was just going to have five characteristics of folks who build real wealth. I'm talking the real stuff. I'm not talking about just money because building just money with nothing around it or goals around what you're going to do with that money is not, to me, what real wealth is. Real wealth is aligning all of the cornerstones and building abundance within them. So they're all working as one. So the last one that I want to talk about that just popped in my head this morning is sacrifice. You can be a goal setter. You can have a good attitude. You can have be confident in your plan. You can have focus and be hardworking. But if you're not willing to sacrifice 
it may be difficult for you to build abundance in some of these cornerstones. Let me give you an example. When I wanted to build abundance within my career cornerstone, I was heading around the corner of being close to turning 40 and I knew I was itching to start my own business, starting a wealth management firm. I knew sacrifices were going to be needed and the sacrifices came in many different categories. First of all, I built the start of my practice while still working for this other company. So I had to to sacrifice. Well, sleep was one of them. I was getting up at 3.30 and 4 in the morning, developing my plan and studying for the certified financial planner exam and all that other business I needed to do. There's other sacrifices that need to be made too. And for us, it was money. Because I went from making a whole bunch of money to starting a practice making relatively little sacrifices we needed to make. We needed to cut our monthly expenses a lot in order to make ends meet. The other thing that needed to happen is my wife needed to go back from working part-time to working full-time to help with the family finances. Because there's one thing where you want to build abundance in certain cornerstones, but you need to make sure that that isn't draining other cornerstones. If your family is the most important thing, and my family is, I wasn't going to go start this new career that was going to potentially throw us into bankruptcy or a huge amount of debt or whatever because that wasn't the right thing to do for my family. It was good to make a few short-term sacrifices, but the long-term goal of the family, you don't want to sacrifice. But little things you can sacrifice, and that is what's going to make you true to setting real wealth. Woo, that was a lot. I'll get off my soapbox now. I did this episode mostly off the cuff. I just had really a short amount of show notes for this one, but I don't know. I feel I just felt like I needed to get that kind of stuff off of my chest because we can set all the goals we want or sit at night and think about our cornerstones. But if we're not putting an action plan around and if we don't have the right mindset, then we're gonna have a very difficult time achieving. So just to recap, what are the characteristics you need to have a real wealth building attitude? What are the characteristics? And those characteristics are being a good goal setter, having a good attitude, having the confidence and believing in yourself, Focusing every day, not being afraid of working hard, and lastly, sacrificing some things now for the greater good later. It's not that hard. And really, if you're motivated enough to building abundance within your cornerstones, you should not have a problem with any of this. If you want to learn more about wealth and investing, Please go to bestinwealth.com, listen 
to a couple of the other episodes that I mentioned, episode 23, or episode number 22, rather, Retiring Early, and episode number 23, which is the most common retirement goals. And if you have questions for me, please email me anytime, scott at bestandwealth.com. That's scott at bestandwealth.com. And until next time, you guys keep on keeping on, set goals, and have a great, great week. Bye-bye. The Best in Wealth Podcast is hosted by Scott Wellens. Scott Wellens is the principal at Fortress Planning Group. Fortress Planning Group is a registered investment advisory firm regulated by the Securities Act of Wisconsin in accordance and compliance with securities laws and regulations. Fortress Planning Group does not render or offer to render personalized investment or tax advice through the Best in Wealth Podcast. The information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial, tax, investment, or legal advice.